Hello, I'm Whitney. And I'm Courtney. And we are The Witch Source. Thank you for being with us here today as we talk about the air element and air magic. Yes. I'm going to pop in the group so that I don't miss any comments. So, air magic. What sign are what sign are you? I'm a Sagittarius. I'm a fire sign. All right. So, and I'm not a I'm not an air sign either. I'm a Pisces. But for those of you who are Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius, you are a member of the air group. Yay. And since we've been doing the different elements and briefly touching on some of the zodiacs, mm -hmm. um, we've had a request to go through and do uh, episodes on each zodiac sign. So we will be doing that. Hey, Monica. Um, we'll be doing that um, probably starting in October. Mm -hmm. And we'll just go, we'll do them as we move through the Zodiac. So it might take us, you know, obviously a year to get to them all, but it is something that we will add in. Right. As we go along. So, but today we're just focusing on air itself. So I've got lots of stuff to mention here. Um, so yes, talking about the Zodiac signs. It's the Libra, the Aquarius, and the Gemini. And you guys, I am outside because I thought that's fitting to be out in the fresh air. So if you hear outdoorsy uh, background noise, it's just all part of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and my daughter is an Aquarius and yours is as well. Yeah. So we deal with uh, the air element on the daily. This is true. And, you know, I think we've had this discussion before where, you know, you know, she may be air, but everyone else in our household is a water symbol. And, you know, Aquarius is the water bearer. And right. I really do feel it, it fitting because there are a lot of times where she does take care of us. She is very much a... Um, nurturer nurturing and just takes it on herself to you know you know oh my gosh my parents don't know what they're doing and you know so I have to take care of them right really funny it is so going with these air signs so the Libra is considered air and early movement so that would be um, more associated with the beginning and the starting of ideas and projects. That's more of your Libra energy. Aquarius is air that has stalled over the earth. So Aquarius is more of that lingering, steady, still, um, you know, wants things to be a certain way because that's what they're accustomed to. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's definitely fitting. Oh, yeah. And then Gemini is air that uh, changes direction. So you can kind of think of it as Gemini is always in that state of changing and, and moving direction. And that goes along with, like, the winds of change. I can see that. My, so my ex was a Gemini. <laughs> and he's an ex for a reason. <laughs> Here's just a little too much uh, changing air for your water. So much so that was a whole, and you know, I'm not, I'm not putting Gemini's down and, you know, I, I wouldn't do that, but you know, everyone has their own personalities, their own traits. And that was just a whole lot of crazy that I had to get off that train. Right. Exactly. Yep. Hey, Erin, thank you for, yes, my new hair color. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> it's like a deep red, and then there's a, it's a little bit of blonde boo highlights in here somewhere. So just something fun and different moving into fall because it's my favorite season. Mm -hmm. uh, 
even though I have enjoyed summer, I am ready for some fall. <laughs> so um, talking about, you know, air signs and, you know, the, the zodiac that goes along with them, it was really interesting because I saw uh, one site mention that, you know, um, the air signs are kind of the raven claws of the zodiac. And I thought that was neat okay. how they tied Potter into it. Um, they said um, that, um, and, and even, you know, cross-referencing with another site, it says, you know, that they're highly intelligent. Uh, you know, their symbolisms are, you know, intelligence, wisdom, knowledge, logical thoughts, communication, truth, inspiration, intuition, memory, and creativity. And I'm like, what is that if not the epitome of a Ravenclaw. So, you know, for you Harry Potter fans. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, of course, have the um, Oracle deck by Raven Grinrossi, uh, The Well-Worn Path. Mm -hmm. And there is the air element in this deck. So, I wanted to see what his um, meaning for that card was for air. Mm-hmm. And the meaning is, when this card appears, it addresses the process of transmitting and expanding. It speaks the actions required to establish ideas and concepts in order to make them take form in the conscious mind. So it's basically speaking to air is uh, a lot of times has to do with the mental, mm -hmm. the mental processes. And so those thoughts can then become form and that's what this air element is all about it's, it's right. that beginning to take shape uh, and and moving it out of this this astral or um, mental plane into the physical realm um, right. and bringing that earth element in to make it reality so i love that um, that he had that in there and i wanted to share that little tidbit um well, it, it goes hand in hand. Um, you know, I found that one of the biggest challenges for someone with an air sign is being overly mentally stimulated and that yeah. they do have to ground themselves and, and create new ways to um, implement and, and to keep themselves focused, um, you know, setting up the routines and, you know, staying on top of their health, both physically and mentally. Yes, so, I actually have a whole section I want to talk about that because that's what we would consider an air block, mm -hmm. having a block in that element within yourself. And anybody can have this type of a block, not just air signs. Um, so we'll talk about if you have a lot of air in your chart, even if it's not, you know, maybe in your main sign, you can still have a lot of air in your chart and what that can mean for you and look like and, and what challenges it can bring. Now, Silver Ravenwolf says, when we work with air, we think of the divine breath of spirit, the ability to move through space and time, and the wisdom that comes from experience and study. Mm -hmm. So I love that idea and that concept of with air, you do have that breath because that breath is so, so important. You know, the, the fastest way to die is to not be able to breathe. Right. So you can go so long without water. You can go so long without food. You can only go a very short amount of time without air. Um, so that breath of life, that divine breath of life is very important. And I know like in meditation, sometimes all you need to do to reset yourself is take that breath right that moment to breathe in that divine air hold it let it shift and change and transform which is what air does and then exhale out what you no longer need what no right. longer serves you so i thought that was a, a very interesting thing to share so that also makes the air element an active and masculine principle because yes. it is about that creative creative and that change. Um, so uh, the symbol for air is an upright triangle with an extra uh, line at the bottom. Mm -hmm. So just to touch on what that symbol looks like. Um, 
And so if we go back to looking at those three types based on the zodiac, like the three types of air, you know, we we have we can use air in the mental, astral, and physical realms, as we talked about with the zodiac. Right. And mental would be like the visualization, um, you know, thinking things, um, having the ideas, and then taking things to the astral is a form of requesting the use of energy along with the thought. That's taking it to the astral to pull the energy in to make this thought. And then the physical is bringing that into reality. So and some other things associated, you know, with the element of air is communication mm-hmm. and messages. That very much is a part of, of going through um, and working with the air element. So speaking of L- air element, we can run through your great big list of stuff. Okay, sure. Let's do that real quick. I have oh, We've got some feedback on the mic. Do you know which one it is? Is it her or is it me? I know Whitney's got uh, birds chirping in the background. And I do, because I am outside. Crickets and all the critters. The crows have decided to say hello. Right. I don't know who it is. I don't either. Me? Okay, let me see if I can turn you down and see if that's better. Can you guys still hear me okay? Okay. So, I mean, we kind of did quit talking. (laughs) Right. So, I guess while you're adjusting, I can run through some things and then you can come back and hit them up. Okay. Okay. I turned you down, so maybe there's not hearing so much. I just have to listen harder for you. So, hopefully that helps. All right. We'll put you, get really, really close and then we can all see up your nose. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Right. Um, so Does the that planet, make a difference, you guys let us know. <laughs> the planets associated with air are Mercury and Jupiter. Uh, the timing is dawn. The season is spring. The direction is east. Yes. Um, tarot card associated with it would be um, any of the wands or swords, depending on the tradition, but mainly wands. Um, I also have the fool. Mm, because of the beginnings. Right. Um, so we discussed the zodiac and the symbolism, um, but the symbols for air are usually feathers, wands, staffs, incense, clouds, sky, anything having to do with wind, wind chimes, uh, wind or air or sky. Right. Um, deities that you can have are Zeus, Aradia, Nuit, Thoth, Urania, Cardia, Enlil, uh, these are Hermes, Morgan, Mercury, Boreas, Notus, and Eurus. Did you also say Toth and Zeus? I did get Toth and Zeus. Okay. Um, nature spirits would be winged fairies, sprites, spirits, uh, zephyrs. We've also uh, got elves, pixies, and sylphs. Mm-hmm. Uh, color. Uh, random different websites combined together to the, you know, it's like numerous. So, okay, Aaron asked, where am I pulling the information from? So it's going through like multiple, multiple websites and seeing what's the most common theme among all of them to try and get um, most, not, I wouldn't say most accurate, but the most hit on themes. So the books I've talked and referenced so far is The Traveler's Guide to the Well-Worn Path Mm -hmm. by Raven Grimrossi, his card air. Um, that's in that deck. I've also talked briefly some of uh, Book of Shadows, um, Solitary Witch by Silver Ravenwolf. Um, for the co- my correspondences, which are pretty much in line with what she's saying, is coming from the complete book of correspondences by Llewellyn. Published by Llewellyn. 
So I was going to let her finish running through what she has to say on the elements uh, associations, and then I'll plug in, plug in, fill in the blanks. All right. So um, colors, yellow, gold, white, light blue, pastels. Okay. I've got light blue, gray, lavender, pink, red, silver, white, and yellow. Um, you have foods? Foods? Uh, I have herbs and garden plants and trees, but no, not particularly foods, no. Okay. Um, carbonated beverages, popcorn, uh, lentils. I'm not, I'm questioning the lentils and what that would, I mean, it makes you gassy. So... I guess I could see lentils, um, herbs, uh, bergamot, lavender, marjoram, peppermint, sage, dandelion, bluebell, clover, frankincense, primrose, uh, yarrow, violets, vervain. There's a lot of herbs. Um, and, several, and several of ours, because I've also got um, agrimony, lavender, sage, vervain, yarrow, um, and yeah, frankincense, myrrh, nutmeg, mistletoe, sandalwood, clover, dandelion. So yeah, a lot of the same. And many of those are ones that we carry as well. Pretty much throw something in your pantry and you're probably going to hit something that's associated with right. air. Um, so crystals and gemstones, amber, topaz, citrine, jasper, agate, pumice, uh, alexandrite, amethyst, fluorite, mica, and clear quartz. Also blue lace agate, desert rose, opal, clear quartz, moldavite, I don't know if you said sodalite, mm -mm. celestite, blue topaz, and blue tourmaline. And then animals would be birds, flying insects, spiders, and bats. I've got fireflies, oh. uh, elk, falcon, and hulk. I went with the general birds. Yeah. Now mystical, yeah, most most birds in general, pretty much. Now your mystical creatures are going to be the dragons, uh, the sphinx, and the thunderbird. And it's also, of course, associated with the um, sense of smell. And then that. on the flip side of that would be um, clear, is it clear gustance? Is the clear sense of smell. Mm -hmm. So I think you covered most of what I had over here. Metals are aluminum, mercury, and tin. Um, trees would be apple, ash, chestnut, elder, elm, fir, hawthorn, maple, oak, pine, and holly. Um, associated with spring. I think you said that. Yeah. And the the time of day is the dawn because you have to think of a new dawning. Again, we have those beginnings, just like with spring, it's the beginnings. The thoughts are the the, the thought is the beginning of creation. Um, so anything having to do with new something new um, and and bringing something new in. For sure. And you got the solar system? Did you say that already? Uh, yeah, Mercury and Jupiter. I also have Uranus. Uh, chakras, it's crown, heart, and throat, and associated also with the number five. Okay, so I think that covers everything in the Correspondences book. Now, I have a few more things I wanted to just talk about in general. Um, this is coming from The Craft, A Witch's Book of Shadows by Dorothy Morrison. Um, and she has the body of rulership being the chest and lungs, which makes sense because that's where you're breathing in that new life or taking that pause to breathe and move through. Right. Um, now, I found some of what she had to say about the air element interesting. She said it carries both the qualities of humidity and dryness. Okay. And that um, air, it's, it's, an, it's 
very useful uh, element because it can fuel fire and give it power, but it can also change the structural density of water by turning it into fog, rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Well, when you think about the water bearer, you know, a fog is essentially a cloud. Clouds are made of water particles. So it is, you know, air containing water. Right. Now, if if you were to mix all three elements of water, fire, and air, you have things that take shape such as steam, smoke, Mm -hmm. or lightning. Right. So the air element is is very um, useful, but it's also, it it can work with the other elements to combine them and Mm -hmm. change them. So I thought that was very fun. I mean, you think, um, you know, fire in and of itself is not a bad thing. Right. Uh, Fire in the woods, not necessarily a bad thing. Fire combined with air in the woods, all of a sudden you've got half of California in the middle of a forest fire. Right. Um, And in that sense, you've got air, which is creating destruction also to earth. Right. Um, And then on the other hand, um, what are hurricanes? But, you know, air taking water and making water destructive. Right. So it's definitely, you know, too much is, you know, can be bad. Whereas just enough, you've got a nice, you know, breezy day on the beach. Right. So, and that's the whole thing. Like all of these elements have their good qualities and their destructive qualities. And it's just how much are you adding in of each element to put it on which side of that spectrum? Um, Another thing that air is associated with strongly is weather magic. Mm -hmm. You know, bringing in the clouds or moving the clouds, bringing in the rain, bringing in the snow or removing these things. Um, So very, very highly associated with um, weather magic. And I don't know if you guys have ever had this experience, but if you're outside and you're working some magic and you ask for the confirmation right? To know that, you know, is this working? Have I been heard? And then out of nowhere, there's a gust of wind that confirms for you. Yes, you are heard. You know, you're, this is real. Um, I love when magical things like that happen because they're they're just such a great confirmation to have. Um, I love it when, when the air element works and responds with you um, in that physical way. So um, some active pieces of the air element with people is cheerfulness, diligence, gentleness, inspiration, joy, optimism, and playfulness. So if if you're bringing in a lot of that air um, for a good purpose, you'll have those kinds of things show up. Now, the passive side of air can show up as contempt, fickleness, gossiping, indecisiveness, ruthlessness, sneakiness, and weakness. Um, so it's like, what side of what side of the air polarity are you living in? Are you living in right. a creative, um, inspired place? Or are you living in, you know, the indecisiveness, the gossip, the, um, the sneakiness, those kinds of things, which is not to say anything's right or wrong. They're just different ends of the spectrum. And we take turns you know, living in different areas Um, where the weakness comes into play. Like if you can't breathe and get a good full amount of uh, breath in your lungs, that does tend to lead to weakness. And and that's why that air is so very, very important. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think about an athlete, you know, you're working out, you breathe harder. And it's because your muscles need more oxygen. You need more of the oxygen to fuel the muscles, you know, and move it throughout. So, yeah, I mean, without having that, you would be weak. Right, exactly. I mean, and and you said before, you know, air is the breath of life. 
you know, air is essential. You, you, know, you think you see someone lying on the ground. What's the first thing you do? You check them. Oh my God. Are they breathing? Mm-hmm. If they're not, you do CPR and you give them, you know, yeah. you're hoping to give them the breath of life. Well, and that's like, again, talking about that dawning, that new beginning, the first thing a, a soul or a person does once they break through it into this reality is take a breath right it's the requirement for life so if you don't hear that first cry to let you know that that infant just got lung you know their breath into their lungs that first time we start to worry like why is my baby not breathing (laughs) you know so it is very very important um you know regardless of when you want to decide that that life is life doesn't matter. It truly can't live, you know, in this world, in reality, um, on this earth until it has that breath of life. And in speaking of babies and uh, breath, um, it was actually, um, it said for centuries in England, it was believed, and I know there are a lot of people that still believe this. Um, We had even talked about this. But in England, um, it was believed that cats would suck an infant's breath away. Mm-hmm. And I it's, just heard that the other day. Yep. Yeah, um, in 1791, a jury in Plymouth, England, convicted a cat of infanticide. While, and also in 1929, in Nebraska, Nebraska. Oh. Um, a doctor claimed to have witnessed a cat lying on the baby's chest uh, on either and, and pressing its lips against the child's um, and the baby was pale and essentially dead. So they were blaming the cat for the, the baby's death. Wow. Now, I think most people, I think logical people would look at that and know, you know, what do babies eat? Maybe, Pamela, maybe. Uh, but milk. And cats are, you know, attracted, you know, depending on where, you know, cats should or shouldn't have milk, but you've always associated cats with dairy and cream. They so like milk. Is the cat taking the baby's breath away? Is the cat, you know, uh, suffocating the baby? It may happen on accident, laying on a, ch- on a baby's chest. But it's not interested in taking the breath away. It's interested in the breath and the smell of the breath. So we have. So So we could go on a whole tangent about reincarnation and if people can reincarnate into animals and if there is something to do with that, like it was done intentionally. Oh, no, now you're taking a whole deep dive. I know that's a whole nother conversation, but uh, it was when I actually we started to have that conversation I, uh, with Philip and Charles a couple weeks ago. We never got oh, back yeah. to it. We were talking about familiars um, and then that got us leading to, you know, reincarnation and, and possibly coming back as animals. Um, right. And, you know, so there it is possible it was done intentionally by the cat. Who knows? Uh, Pamela said she always wondered if that's part um, or came from babies uh, sudden that uh, yeah sudden mm-hmm. infant death syndrome very possible I mean I know I had a cat um, and when we found out we were having a baby that my my poor cat was one of the first things to go um, because Rooster was like nope not taking any chances um, so he. Don't get me wrong. He is an an incredibly loving home. um, And I get regular updates and pictures of him. And he is just as happy and as spoiled as he could possibly be. So I think everything happens for a reason because he is king of the mountain there. (laughs) I think um, going to that, you know, back when before, you know, medical day and age, you're talking, you know, probably 1800s, you know, 19, even early 1900s, you know, in previous, you didn't have explanations for everything. There wasn't, um, you know, if your baby suddenly died, you you have to consider that uh, back then 
you know, out of 10 kids, maybe four were going to survive. So, I mean, likelihood of making it to adulthood, is not that great. Um, Depending on how far back you go, your life expectancy might have been 35 years old. Um, So, you know, oh, my baby died. You know, well, it wasn't the malnutrition. It wasn't the disease. It wasn't any of that. It was the cat. The cat stole my baby's breath. You know, know, then there's the stories about the fairies and the changelings. And mm -hmm. so, I mean, there's all kinds of things that it could possibly be. But um, yeah, that might be one of them. That might be one of them. But that does go back ultimately to say how important that breath is. Um, especially to, to newborns, um, and them taking their first breath. Um, we are at the 30 minute mark. Let's do a short, uh, quick talk and catch you guys up on some of the things that we're doing, uh, and where you can find us. And then we'll get back to, uh, the, the air subject. So, um, we worked this weekend and we posted up a bunch of new products, um, on Etsy and our um, website. Um, And don't forget things are a little bit more expensive on our Etsy store because we are having to cover the cost of all the fees associated with Etsy. Um, So it really helps us out more if you go shop directly at thewitchsource.com. But we've got new soaps posted up, some premium soaps posted up that go with our Clear and Protect line. We've also got some new Clear and Protect candles up um, to go with the clear and protect line. So we hope that you'll go check out all those new offerings. Um, and our clear and protect ritual herb is now back in stock. Um, and that's the, the blend herb that you can use, um, in your rituals. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of new things available there. And sister, you want to tell them what we're doing Saturday? Oh, we're going to be at Cook's Flea Market and helping out, um, Art Elise, was it Art Elise? No, Art Arcana. Art Arcana. Yeah, Elysium. That was the Johnny Depp trial. So, not that one. No, no. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be in aisle E uh, Saturday, helping uh, Charles and Philip out, uh, running their shop while they're out of town for the day. So definitely, if you're in the area, Winston-Salem area, come to Cook's Flea Market and check us out. Uh, We will have some of our product available there as well. We're kind of doing a little, you know, pop-up table. Um, Yeah, so you can come check us out, see some of our products in person. We're going to bring mainly our signature lines because they sell (laughs) some of the same stuff we do. Not a lot, but some. So we're going to stick with our signature items. So if you want to come check out in person any of our Clear and Protect items, um, it will be this Saturday, August 20th, and we'll be there from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. just on Saturday, um, helping uh, helping them out. And again, yes, it's on row E uh, of Cook's Flea Market. And we'll post that up um, so you guys can, can find it. We'll post it in the group and on the page, uh, give you guys the address. So we would love for you to come out, say hi, and check out their shop and check out our products that we'll have there. Um, and if you want, we can start uh, scheduling to do readings in person. Um, so we can look at doing some of that uh, or we can keep them on this platform, uh, Zoom. So that's still a possibility, but we are now going to be able to do in-person readings um, during the week some. So if that's something you're interested, come on in. Um, but to be able to find everything, make sure you are following us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and subscribing on YouTube. We appreciate all the like, follows, and share. Tell your friends. We appreciate it. Uh, we're trying to get back and really active uh, in in the witchy community here in our area of Winston-Salem and surrounding areas. And we'd love to meet you guys uh, in person. And we hope soon to be doing some classes and things in person uh, by partnering with the uh, Arts Arcanum. So a lot of fun things happening soon, and that's what's up with us. Uh, anything else you wanted to add, sister? Uh, going on vacation next week. Yes. Yay. Yes. We are going to be on vacation. We're leaving next Wednesday, uh, and we'll be gone until the following Wednesday. So we are going to get some interviews recorded to play for you guys while we're gone so the podcast can keep rolling on. 
Also, next Tuesday, we are starting something new and fun with Philip and Charles. We're going to have Astro Tuesday. Um, and so we're going to tell you all about, well, Charles is going to tell you all about the planets and the moon phases and what's going on, what to expect uh, for the next month. And uh, then Philip will be there to give advice on what kind of magic we can do during that time frame. And of course, we will be there uh, as well um, and help answer any questions you guys might have. So I'm super excited uh, that we're going to be able to start offering that every month. So you guys know what is going on, <laughs> right? Because sometimes it feels that way. It's like, what is this planet doing and why do I feel this way? Uh, and what magic can I do to deal? So um we're going to be offering that. I'm super excited about it. So next Tuesday will be the first one. We'll be doing it live Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, so hopefully you can join us. But if you don't catch it live, it will be on the podcast uh, the next morning. So that you guys can still hear it. Check it out. Um, it'll be a podcast episode and it will stay up uh, everywhere to be available. So that's all the fun things going on. And um we're hoping you guys are familiar with Miss Pamela Harder, who's in the group and helping us out. Um, we're going to interview her. So hers will probably be the next one you see on Wednesday. Um, so you guys can learn more about her and um, feel comfortable talking to her and asking her questions because she's very active in the group, you guys. And she is amazing. Um, and hopefully we get an opportunity to start seeing more of her as well. So that's what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. And uh, we hope that you will come out and say hi. All right. Yeah, Pamela just said hi, guys. <laughs> All right. So back to air element and air magic. Uh, I've got a, I have a couple of um, air magic spells to share with you guys. Um, and a little bit more to say on the air element. Sister, what do you have? I'm, I'm sorry. I got distracted by a shiny quarter. What did you say? I said I have two spells I want to share and a little bit more to mention on air, uh, the element of air. Uh, and then that's what I've got left. So do you, what do you have left and where do you want to jump in? Oh, no, let's jump into magic or rituals or whichever one you got. Okay, I'll say um, a little bit more about air and then we'll jump into some magic you guys can do. Okay, so... And some of this might be repetitive, but this is coming from Ellen Dugan, uh, who you guys know is one of my favorites um, from Natural Rich Witchery. Um, and she says, the air is associated with the sky, wind, clouds, mountaintops, and birds of all sorts. Um, it represents freedom and spaciousness, light and expansion. Um, ideas are said to come from the element of air as does inspiration. The element of air is one of intellect that reflects the metaphysical principle of life, new life and beginnings. Anything that dawns, whether it's the dawn of the day or the thought of a, or a thought that suddenly dawns on you, like those aha moments, you can give thanks to the air element for those. Um, people who have a lot of air qualities in their personality will think before they feel. They are rational and intelligent. They have strong links to air. People will have strong links to the element and will be very academic. Typically, um, they are fluently clever, witty, and express themselves clearly, whether it's through speaking or writing, um, especially since it's the element of communication. So they may be good at giving lectures um, and being entertaining teachers and just have uh, be able to carry on sharp and very witty conversations. Um, they also will have several things going on with them at one time as air people are the ultimate multitaskers. Mm. Um, so here's the other side of that. Too much air can make them seem like they are absent-minded or that they appear to have their head in the clouds, hence airhead. <laughs> Which I think, whether you're an air side or not, I think we all have these moments of being an airhead or having our, our head in the clouds. I mean, I could totally be accused of that all the time. <laughs> they may be incredibly smart, but not able to remember or complete the most mundane of tasks. So that's, a, that's another of having too much of that air element. 
as they spend too much time in their own heads and simply ignore the physical world around them. So that's okay. So having an air block. So this is like if you've got a blockage with air, the, the element of air, and this is for anybody. Um, <laughs> Terry <laughs> said, why being a blonde with having an air sign, LOL. Yeah, totally get it. So the airhead, that's, that I could see it's probably you. You probably deal with that a lot. Um, and it's probably hard to remember to do things here in the physical because your brain's always going from one thing to the next and you're multitasking and uh, moving from one thing to the next way too fast and maybe forgetting to complete tasks. I uh, could definitely see that. Okay, so symptoms of air block may be that you're holding on to old ideas or outdated beliefs that no longer serve you. Right. So this would be an air block. So, you know, it, and, and this goes hand in hand with doing some of that shadow work stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like really looking at, okay, you know, you could even work your shadow work by the elements. Cause we've talked about these blocks as we've gone through the elements. So if you wanted to tackle your shadow work by element, you could go back and listen to the other element episodes as, as ideas of where to start. Um, Terry said, it's like a hamster turning in my head on a wheel. Yep. So, uh, yeah, holding on to old ideas or outdated beliefs that no longer serve you. Um, another air block is if, is if your creativity fizzles out. So, like, if you're typically a very creative person and then that's gone, you right. have an air block. Um, if concentration becomes difficult for you, you have an air block. Uh, a classic example would be writer's block. Um, so that's a problem with your air element. You need to get more balanced with your air element. Um, the element of air embraces mental powers, intuition, and creative ideas and concepts. For when you believe in something, you are giving it life and creating the power that it has. Oh, that totally makes sense. Right. Taking an idea and breathing life into it to make, a re make it a reality. True. But this can also happen... Um, with things that aren't real and we create problems for ourselves as well. I know somebody guilty of that. Oh, I'm totally guilty of that. I know. I'm totally guilty of that. Thinking like one little thing goes sideways and then my brain starts to run like that hamster wheel. Um, and, but it's all with a negative spin. Oh yeah. And then it starts to become real. Like, Oh my God, this is really happening to me when nothing has happened. Legit, you, nothing has happened. This is not real. <laughs> take one comment, you know, said one kind of way and, oh, well, they're just in a bad mood. Well, now we're going to fight, you know, and just you create this whole fight in your head. And the next thing you're like, no, we're not talking. We haven't talked all week because one sideways comment. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's the air element going to the negative side and becoming a block. Um, so that's another way of looking at it. Um, so an air block can be one of the most frustrating blocks to work through since mm -hmm. this element represents your mind. So you truly have to learn to master your mind. You have to learn when to shut it off, when to slow it down, when to turn it on, yeah. how to properly use it. Um, you know, all those things. Uh, yeah. Pam said, you put it all out there, man. I've been dealing with this stuff all day. Not, not from, not from her. It's, <laughs> I've been, I've been even reeling in my own crazy over here, trying to rein in everyone's crazy. Yeah. Erin, go back and check out, uh, check out the, uh, water when we did the water one and see what the mm -hmm. blocks and stuff were there as well to try to to, to work through uh, and focus on. Did we uh, do the blocks in that one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. Because I've got them all highlighted here. So I'm pretty okay. sure we did the water blocks. And I think we did the fire blocks too. Okay. If you guys go back to those um, podcasts, the Elemental Magic podcasts, so far we've done fire, water, this is air, and we still have yet to do earth. But if you guys go back to those and you feel like we didn't touch on the blocks enough, 
um, and you want us to do a dedicated show just to the elemental blocks and how to work through them, mm-hmm. um, just send us an email, send us a message and let us know. We'll be more than happy to readdress those and go through it. Right. So we just need to know what you guys want. Um, I like what Pamela said. Her grandmother was a witch and used to say, you know, if you want something, whisper it to the wind, but be careful what you, you know, what you whisper because it'll come true. And yes. I totally relate to that. Yes, absolutely agree with that for sure. So, y'all. My house caught on fire again last weekend. Oh, yeah. I got cold and I wanted to turn my air down or, you know, turn my air up. But I knew my husband would get mad if I turned that air up. So the air caught on fire in the house. It was the blower part in the house. (laughs) So, yeah. She has to be careful with her with her wishing magic because apparently she's got a fire fairy that likes to grant her wishes so yeah lots like, of fun. i was like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> <laughs> but it does work with this topic because it was the blower the fan to my house so right that okay, air was so- putting smoke right yeah okay so yes it's one of the most frustrating blocks to work with because it the air represents your mind mm-hmm. and it's especially troublesome because the down and dirty definition of magic is mind over matter that's what we are doing with magic everything starts in the minds and we're turning it into matter so right. mind over matter that that is a down and dirty definition of magic and so you have to get control of the mind and it takes practice it takes You've got to be persistent and dedicated with staying on top of your mind. What are you thinking in any given moment? Mm-hmm. Do you need to shift whatever you're thinking about? Um, you know, do you need to just hit the pause button, hit the stop button? Do you need to take that fresh breath, that pause and go, wait, I'm not going to think that anymore because that's not what I truly want to create. You know, whether it's something good, bad, negative, if it's just right, right take the pause Take the break to slow down the thought process. And and that's hard to do. I was talking with my daughter-in-law about that this morning is, you know, is something she struggles with. And, and even at times, something I struggle with is just stopping the mind, you know, thought process. But she said that it's, it's really neat. So when there's something that she doesn't want to think that anymore, she, you know, that it isn't healthy, it isn't good. I don't want this thought in my head. She imagines a fireplace in her mind and she takes that thought and chucks it in the fire. I freaking love that. Right? So, uh, I mean. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Your 13-year-old is a genius. No, that was Sierra. Oh, that was Sierra. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, your daughter-in-law is a genius. I love that idea. If you're running with something, just take it and chuck it in the fireplace in your mind. I freaking love that. That is a way of doing mind over matter because you're taking all that and you're like, nope. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't take credit for that one. That one was all hers. Cool. Yeah, Terry said she agrees. Great idea. Absolutely. Um, Go ahead. So, well, I was going to say, speaking of her, um, so she's actually moving back home, uh, hopefully in a few short months. I get my grandbaby all the time. Um, and she's very much into herbs and tinctures and tonics and uh, wanting to cultivate our property here. So hopefully when she does move back, there will be other great uh, herbs and products that, you know, you guys are interested in. Or if you have herbal questions. Uh, yeah home remedies, medicinal questions. That's going to be something that she can definitely help you with. Yes. The herbal witch is coming home to stay. Yes. So we'll have even more cool things going on. And um, you guys, she's going to help maybe some keep my baby girl, which will free me up to do more of this. Be live with you guys. Get back to doing the readings. Get back to doing more lives. Um, 
and talking about more things, which is what I love because it's and making more products. So we'll free up some time for products because we got all kinds of cool stuff we want to offer. I've got actually, I just went and spent a lot of money on some really cool witchy material to make some bags and altar cloths and stuff that I think you guys are going to love. And I cannot wait to add them to our collection. Okay, so back to the air. Yes. <laughs> um, so what you can do when your mind is running away or you get those blocks, right? You can distract yourself with physical objects, okay? So you, when we're, air, when we're in our airspace up here and things are going crazy, we can make that stop by bringing in the physical. It takes us out of our mind and into the present and what is in front of us. So you want to do things like go take a walk outside and don't run in your head. No, take the walk outside. Enjoy nature. Focus on what do you see? What are the trees that you're seeing? What are the animals that you're seeing? What are the noises that you're hearing? Do you feel that wind, you know, on, on your shoulders like I do right now? Um, and really stay present in what you're doing. Okay. That's, um, that is more... Uh, use among the most useful ways is to get present with what you're doing because then your thoughts have to stop and focus on what you're doing it gives you a chance to have that reset okay and it links you right so going outside in that physical it's also going to ground you um which is what you want to do when your mind is doing that so you can either like i said go outside connect with nature that way or do your grounding visualization right go hit up that grounding connecting centering meditation on the podcast that you can find. Um, it's also on YouTube or on the podcast. Um, but ground and push those roots into the earth. That's going to also reset that mental. So it's not running away with you anymore. Um, so, uh, if you're able, you can also ignite a little fire. Like if you can go outside and if you've got a fireplace, um, or if you can do a bonfire outside, that's going to give you something to hit pause, get your mind off of, you know, where it's running away with you and, and get more in touch. Um, you can also add some romance in. That's going to definitely shift your mind into something else. Uh, if you're starting to, to think in the romantical passion sort of way. Um, and you can also link with the element of water by going for a swim, taking a bath, um, going and putting your feet in, in a, a river or lake, those kinds of things. Um, but the bottom line is you have to distract yourself to turn off your brain and to stop thinking so hard and right. that give you a chance to reset that pattern. Um, I definitely love the idea of visualizing the fireplace and, and throwing it all into the fire. That was fan fabulous. Great suggestion. Yeah, exactly. Pamela. Exactly. Um, oh, Terry. Okay. She's the one problem. I'm legally blind. Okay. So, uh, Terry, what you could do is, you know, try taking your, taking a bath or just putting your feet, um, in some water. Um, that would work. Uh, you could get like a, uh, a bucket and fill it full of dirt and put your feet in that. That'll be a way to connect with that earthing element to slow down the brain as well. Yeah. So I think other options. Focusing on the feels around you and the right. sounds. Right. Right. Just even like, even if you can't see what's going on outside, what do you hear? What do you mm -hmm. feel? You know, can you, can your feet at least touch the earth or the ground, um, the grass, uh, at my house, I try to go sit on the moss, um, and get connected in that way. But I have, you know, like in the middle of winter, you can't go outside and put your feet in the dirt. You can go get a bucket of dirt and bring it inside and put your feet in it and get earth that way as well. It totally works. Right. It works. Sand works just as well. So it could be a bucket of sand. Stick your feet in that and get grounded. But that's, they're really going to be ways that help pull, pull down um, the overactivity of the mind and that over um, having too much air element going on. And then you want to focus on and try to work through, okay, what's causing this? You know, am I stressing and worrying about things I don't need to? You know, am I focusing on the wrong thing? Am I missing details? You know, then you still want to go back and try to analyze what's going on, but you're doing it from a more grounded, centered, um, 
more balanced, elementally balanced space um, to start working on on that block. Yeah, Terry. Uh, so uh, me being, you know, harder of hearing uh, where I actually wear hearing aids. So, you know, where you focus on things you can hear, feel, um, you know, I would focus more on things I can see, smell, feel, you know, it, it's getting your other senses involved. Um, right. Yeah. And Pamela said, I carry a little bottle of lavender in my pocket. So when she's feeling that way, she can smell it. That's also great. It's a great way to do it. It's just to snap you out of it, right? Like, yeah, snap it out of it and say, okay, mind, we're not going to do this anymore. We're going to actually be useful and productive. Right. Um, so, yeah. And you want to try to do, um, all you want to do is try to take a break. That's what it's all about. Just taking that break, breaking whatever's going on in your mind, taking that mental break. So that way the inspiration can flow back in to your mind and to your life in its own way, in its own time, and without any kind of expectation attached to it. Yeah, it's so it's like how many times have you heard, you know, when you're looking to date somebody, they're not there. But when you decide to give up, you know, and just stop, that's when somebody comes along. I don't know if, if you know, if right. everyone's familiar with that, but it's, you know, yeah, absolutely. when you stop, it allows that, you know, or people, you know, trying to have a kid, trying to have a kid and they're, you know, that's all they're, they're consumed with that and, and they get frustrated. They up, yep. When Boom, they get frustrated, it happens. Yep. So yeah, it, it's totally just stopping take a break from it and allow the process to happen naturally. Yeah, it's going to unfold. Yeah. Sister, do you have uh, any spells you'd like to share? Well, let me go back to my notes because, you know, I didn't need them at the time. Um, do you have any? I have two, but I mm -hmm. need to go take care of something really quick. So I was going to let you share something while I'm gone. Okay. Well, you guys get to talk to me. Okay, I'm a Mendo and I'll be right back. And then I have two spells I want to share. Okay. Um, so we know that air can be cleansing. Um, so um, taking, you know, your charcoal or your um, incense or any of that and uh, just fire safe vessel, putting your incense and, and burning that with the intention of clearing the air around you. And as you're doing that, and as you're letting the air cleanse around you, taking deep breaths of whatever uh, air-based incense that you're burning. And, and that would be, um, as we discussed, uh, the frankincense or myrrh or um, anyone, you know, that you're drawn to. I think I prefer... I do like frankincense and myrrh, but there are a lot of scents out there. You know, you can go back and listen or look them up. Um, I do love clove. Clover, it says clover. I don't know what clover smells like. Um, but then um, just, you know, when it comes to your altar, incorporating air elements into that, when you are doing your magic, you can use uh, feathers or using a fan, you know, putting a fan on your altar. Um, like when my husband and I got married, even though he very much doesn't believe in anything outside, uh, we did have a friend of ours who's, who is Native American do a blessing. And um, it involved, you know, sweet grass and, an, and a feather. Um, I can't remember. Was that an eagle feather? I think I started it to you, right? It might have been an eagle Probably hawk. or a hawk, um, but there was the fanning of the smoke as he walked around us and making sure, like when you sage, that it was incorporated all around us. So, okay, go ahead. I saw Aaron's comment of begrudgingly familiar with it. LOL, <laughs> Aaron, you made me giggle out loud. Um, okay, so is this is a good point to jump in with a couple spells. Okay, cool. So I've got two last spells to leave with you guys. Um, let's see. This one. Okay, this one is uh, for prosperity. Okay, 
So this is for when you want to cause a shifting in the winds of change um, and you want to bring in more prosperity into your home, okay? So what you'll need is a wind time mm -hmm. and it doesn't really matter. Ooh, I can hear myself. Let me turn that down. Okay, um, and it doesn't really matter what the wind chime is. It can be celestial, birds, fairies, um, and it could be metal or wood. It doesn't really matter, fancy or plain. Whatever you want, go for it. Just the wind chime. Okay, and it helps to, if you're able to have it face the east, since east is the direction of air. Um, and this is going to help to enhance um, your home for prosperity. Mm -hmm. So you're going to hold the wind chime facing east and you're going to say, these magical wind chimes now ring out for me a homey charm for abundance and prosperity. Merrily do you announce the sweeping winds of change, banish poverty and dread, shut it out of range. Now ring in good cheer, wealth and abundance so true. Lord and lady, please bless me in all that I do. And then you want to hold it or put it up, you know, and wait until it actually starts chiming, which mm -hmm. you're working the magic. So again, it's like when I said, like, when the wind comes through, you know, you've been heard. So you're going right. to wait for that wind to come through. And when you hear the wind chime chime, you're going to finish it off by saying, by all the powers of three times three, as I will it, then so shall it be. Pamela asked if you could post that in the site. Yes, I will post it on into the Facebook group, um, not the page. So if you want it, you're going to have to get in the group, which is the Witch Source Society. Yes. Um, and I will post it in there for sure. So this one, so this one is to bring and ring in prosperity. Um, and it's a good one. So, and I love wind chimes. Um, they're, they're good too, to just like clear out stagnant energy, which is what we're going to look at this second spell. Um, okay. So this second spell is good to like clear out the home. Um, if you want to bring in timing, it's good to do it on a Wednesday. Um, because then you can also bring in um, the power of uh, the planetary power of Mercury, which is going to bring in speed as well. Okay. Because that's, you know, Mercury is all about speed as well. Um, <laughs> so this is good to do, like, if you've had people in your home and you can't sage, but you feel like they've left some, like, negative stuff behind and you want to clear your house. Um, but you don't, you don't want to sage it or you can't sage, um, or you don't have any of our spray, which is great. will help you clear out your home and space <laughs> of any nasty, uh, energies left behind. You can do this spell and it doesn't have to be on a Wednesday, but it does help. So you're going to get one blue candle, a candle holder, four blue lace agate stones tumbled and a picture of your home, um, and or a picture of your family, including your pets. So anybody that lives in the home. Okay. So, or you could ideally have a picture of your family and pets inside the home, or maybe out like outside in front of the home on the front porch, something like that. Something that can incorporate or do two pictures, one of the house and then one of the family. Um, okay. So you're gonna set the, the photo up um, on something where you can see it and you'll put your blue candle in front of it and it's holder again, never leave a candle unattended. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you're going to take the four blue lace agates and you're going to put them in a circle around the candle. Okay. And start in, um, start in the, uh, the East for the element of air. So you'll start on the East side. And as you're placing the stones, you'll say, blue lace agates, lend me your power. Cleanse this home in this time and hour. Around this candle, I create a ring. These four blue lace agates are just the thing. So you're going to say that as you get them placed in the ring around the candle. And then you're going to light the candle and just hold your hands kind of spaced out around it. 
you know, you don't burn yourself, but like hold your hands around it. And then you're going to say, I now call the four elements on this night on the wings of wind. I quickly set things to right by blue lace agates and candle flame. The spell is begun. Now remove all negativity and let it harm none. So then you'll just let your candle burn out. Um, and then you're going to place those four blue lace agate pieces at each corner of your home or your room or whatever area you're working within. Um, but you'll place them in each of the four corners. Um, and that's going to help keep the spell moving uh, and help get it quickly cleaned out. And it'll reinforce it, reinforce the cleansing and help to keep it, keep it clean. So, and then if you feel like the next time something starts to feel heavy or whatever, you can go get those four, scoop them back up, let them charge outside in the sun for 30 minutes or an hour, and then redo the spell if you feel like you need to re-clear re your home again. So those are two uh, fun spells that you can do. Um, so one's for clearing uh, and protecting, and then the other one is to bring in prosperity. So hopefully you guys like those. I'll put those both up in the group. And other than that, I think that's it for me. Oh, oh okay. good. Pamela said there's another home protection spell that she posted on the site also. So cool. You guys can go check all that out in the Facebook group. And I'll post these in the Facebook group uh, after I get the podcast episode itself posted up. And uh, yeah, that's it, you guys. Uh, don't forget, share, like, subscribe, follow. And um, if you have questions, let us know. If there's episodes you want to hear um, or have us talk about, let us know. We would be more than happy to do them. Like I said, we're going to start doing the Zodiac uh, ones. So we'll cover those as we go through the Zodiac year. And we'll do a deeper dive into each Zodiac. So if that's something you're looking forward to, I would go ahead and find out what your sign is, your moon sign, your sun sign, and your rising sign, because those are the three that we'll talk about for each Zodiac. So, all right, you guys, until next week. Uh, or until we see you guys again, hopefully you guys come out Saturday and see us at the flea market. Um, I'll post up that address and location too. And yeah, have a great week, you guys. Stay magical. Bye. Bye.